Welcome to the Wish Well Podcast, a women's integrative summit on health and wellness. A podcast hosted by Dr. Michelle Dang, a board-certified anesthesiologist and pain management physician with additional fellowship training in integrative medicine. This podcast will feature weekly episodes with women from all walks of life discussing their health and wellness journeys. Hi everyone, this is Dr. Michelle Dang with the Women's Integrative Summit on Health and Wellness, the Wishwell Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode number 63, Empowered Relationship with Dr. Yara Demo. I'm super excited to introduce you to Dr. Yara Demo. She is a board-certified neurologist and marriage and relationship coach. She shares feeling burnt out as a new attending and how it affected her professional and personal relationships. She describes how coaching has helped her learn how to manage her mind, her expectations, and take back her power. Her advice to others is that learning how to manage your mind and being deliberate about the thoughts you choose to have is life-altering, allowing you to have empowered relationships. I really enjoyed this episode and recording this episode with her a few months ago, and I hope that you all enjoy this episode as well. You can find out more about Dr. Demo at www.yarademomd.com and www.coachmestat.com. If you like listening to these episodes, I hope that you take the time out if you are listening on iTunes to leave us a rating and review. I do love hearing the comments from you all. And if there are any topics that you would like for me to share with you all, I would definitely love it if you let me know. You can reach out to me on Instagram at MichelleDingMD and the podcast Instagram is wishwell.health. You can read all of our guests' full bios and show notes on wishwell.health.blog and you can also leave a comment there as well. I have a lot of exciting things coming up in store for you all, so I do appreciate and am so grateful for all of you who are listening. I again hope that you enjoy these episodes as much as I enjoy making them. Until next time, take care and I wish you all so much health and wellness. Hi, everyone. It's Dr. Michelle Ding with the Wish Well Podcast, the Women's Integrative Summit on Health and Wellness. I am here today with Dr. Yara Demo. She is a board-certified neurologist who also specializes in epilepsy and clinical neurophysiology. She is actually here today to talk about her phrase for health and wellness, which is empowered relationship. So I'm very excited to have her here. Welcome, Yara. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you, Michelle? Awesome. All right, so let's just jump right in. Tell tell us a little bit about yourself and why you picked that phrase "empowered relationship" for this podcast today. Yeah, so I um, I had an amazing relationship with my husband. We actually met uh, way back when I was in college. Um, we uh, I was in college. He was finishing med school. It was like almost like a romp, like a romantic comedy movie. Like really fell in love so quickly. Got married. Um, two years later, moved to Chicago, 
Um, and we had a really solid relationship. He's also a physician. Um, and quickly, we both became super busy with our um, job. Uh, he's a cardiac AP. I'm an epileptologist. Our schedules were just crazy busy. And we just lost that spark. Like we still had a good marriage. We weren't really fighting a lot, but we didn't have that spark that we had before. Um, I think we started to blame each other for, you know, all the things that were going wrong. Um, we were not taking ownership of our marriage and we weren't really working on it. Like we just kind of took it for granted. Like it's there, it's fine. We're doing fine. Um, and then I discovered coaching and I realized that you really to have an awesome marriage. It's, you really need to like make the conscious choice every day to, uh, to be with your partner. And you really need to um, feel that you have, you know, you have all the power to, you control your own, your own feelings and your emotions. And then you're there with your partner for them to love you, not because you need anything from them. So you, you feel empowered in your relationship because you give yourself all that you need and your partner is just there for you to love them. And once I started to do, to do this work and my husband kind of started to do it with me as well, our relationship just got transformed to a whole new level where we're not counting, we're not dependent on one another to find happiness. We're happy, we're satisfied, and then we come together to enjoy the life we're creating together. Um, and it just, it's so much uh, more empowering for both of us. And it brought us such joy and it really made our relationship really strong. Um, and that's pretty much has been like my word for the year. Awesome. I think that's so important. Um, and I think it's really challenging for so many people who are in um, a marriage or relationship where both people are so busy, a, a dual physician household, I understand can be really, really challenging. Um, so what was that like for you? Um, so you said that you, you mentioned that you both moved to Chicago. So were you both in residency during this time or fellowship during this time? What was life like during that time? Yeah. So we actually got married right after I finished college. I was pretty young and <laughs> He was uh, just done residency. So we were a few years apart in our training. Um, so I only applied to medical schools in Chicago and I um, got accepted at Northwestern and he was doing his residency in Chicago. So we actually got married in April, moved to Chicago two weeks later. And then we, I started medical school um, in August. Um, it was pretty tough early on, to be honest. I was in a new city. I had no friends or family in Chicago. He was an intern working crazy hours and that was back in 2007. So there weren't really any regulations on hours or that much regulations. Um, and it, was, it wasn't easy initially. Like we made sure we had a date night. We made sure that we, um, you know, we carved some time for ourselves, but we really did let our like my school and his residency take the majority of the time um initially it was not as um exhausting without without children but then once we have our son then it became a little bit more challenging mm -hmm. and what was your communication like before because i know for so many couples regardless of what profession they are communication is one of the hardest things to work on in terms of you know in, in with the relationship so were you guys communicating? I mean, with those types of schedules, it's really sometimes such a challenge. Yeah, lucky for us, that was never really an issue. Like I always joke that he's my best friend. 
um, not joke that he's my best friend. He's my best friend. But the joke is that when I'm really upset with him, sometimes I'm like, okay, I do not need to talk to my husband right now. I need to talk to my best friend and complain about my husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he would actually let me like, you know, he would sit there and listen to me complaining about my husband. Um, so we had that going on from the beginning. We are good at like fixing each other throughout the day, checking on like, you know, how's your day going? Um things like that um we're kind of like an open book like he knows everything about me I know everything about him um so that when we had the time to communicate there wasn't an issue it was just a matter of actually consciously making the time and making the effort Mm -hmm. so you mentioned you discovered coaching so how did you come about or how did you decide to try coaching versus marriage counseling or therapy um which is you know, more people know about marriage counseling versus relationship coaching. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I actually did not find coaching because of any relationship, because I was looking for a relationship um, therapy or coaching. I thought we were doing really well and I didn't think we had a problem. I found coaching because I was trying to lose weight. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. It was very serendipitous. I had just had my son. Um, I was really unhappy with my body and I really like wanted to lose the baby weight and then some, and then I realized that it was the, if, if for me, it was just so effortless to lose that weight. For the first time in my life, I wasn't struggling. It was all about managing my mind and it was easy and comfortable. Um, and then I realized that the, the concepts I learned kind of you know, made my life better, my job better. I was not burned out anymore. I was falling in love with medicine again. And then I realized that our relationship became much stronger. So it was all like side effects. It was not intended um, reasons initially for why I saw coaching. Um, but I was really amazed at how much um, it changed who I am. It changed our relationship, not just with my husband, like even my relationship with my friends or my, you know, my, my mom or my sisters or my colleagues. Um, and for me, that was really eye-opening. Um, and that's how I got into coaching. And that's how I decided to do relationship coaching. So talk to us a little bit for, for the, the, those listeners who don't know a whole lot about coaching. Can you give us some examples of some of the things that, you know, some of the principles of coaching that's, um, you know, you talked about changing your mindset. Um, can you give us some examples of what are some things that you worked on in terms of, you know, um, when you initially started coaching for your weight loss and then other relationship issues that you worked through? Yeah, for sure. Um, for weight loss, it was really about, I was really a big on emotional eating. So I, um, if I had a bad day at work or if I had, a difficult, you know, quote unquote, a difficult patient, because I don't believe in difficult patients anymore. Um, I would co- come home and be like, you know, I deserve a piece of chocolate or I deserve, you know, a piece of cake. Um, and through coaching, I realized like, one, you don't really deserve a piece of chocolate or a piece of cake, <laughs> just something we tell ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, a piece of cake is not going to make my day any easier, right? It's a matter of managing my thoughts about my day and my expectations of my day um, and realizing that it's okay to have some bad days and it's okay to have some good days. Um, and I don't have to make these feelings go away and I don't have to try and mask them by food. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, that was really like, you know, eye-opening and it seems really like common sense, but it took me a while to realize it. Um, for relationships, there are so many concepts that help me. Um, one of them is the concept of the manual. And it's like all the instructions we have for people in our lives that we expect them to follow. 
Sometimes we tell them what these instructions are and sometimes we don't. And then we link our emotional well-being to whether or not they follow our manual, right? Mm -hmm. We have manuals for everybody. Like you, if you're standing in the line and somebody cuts, you have a manual in your mind that you know people shouldn't cut in line. Mm -hmm. um, so I had a lot of manuals for how my husband should or shouldn't act, right? Like he should be home for dinner. He, I used to tell him, I want you to want to do the dishes. Like line <laughs> <laughs> from a movie that we both like, but I'm like, you know, I kind of get it. Like, I want you to just want to do the dishes. And he said, but why would I want to? If you asked me, I would, but like, it's not something I would enjoy doing. Um, so things like that, what I realized that I just had all of those ideas in my mind that I really tied my made it like tied my happiness to and made it mean something about our relationship which was mm -hmm. really cool. um and once I learned to manage that and like separate like my expectations from you know how you know my husband's an adult and he can do whatever he wants and I really can't change him and I can't control his behavior and I can only control my own behavior and that it's okay to have expectation and communicate them but that doesn't mean that if he doesn't follow my expectations that, you know, our relationship is doomed or that he doesn't love me or he doesn't care about me anymore or that we're not communicating anymore or all the thoughts that our brain tends to jump to right away. Mm -hmm. um, so I can ask him to take the trash out. If he takes the trash out, great. If he doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean anything. Um, so it's little things like that that really made a difference. Um, I remember one of the things that really struck me is that we used to argue about him not being home for dinner sometimes um and I was once talking to my coach about it and she was like well what do you think he, what's what do you think is going through his mind um because I was making it mean he doesn't care about our family he doesn't want to spend mm -hmm. time with us he's not making us a priority and she was like well what do you think is going through his mind when he chooses to add that you know pacemaker case at the end of the day and I was like huh I think he's asked he's thinking the patient needs the pacemaker and they're already in the hospital you know it's easier to, for them to have it done now than later and it was eye-opening for me because yeah, I realized he's not sitting there thinking I don't care you know I'm not coming home it's like you know comes from a different place mm -hmm. um, and that was huge because now we don't ever argue about him being home for dinner or not like, I just you know it is what it is and he's makes such an effort now to come home because he knows we're not arguing about it which is awesome <laughs> Yeah. I mean, so many things I, I, myself, I've listened to uh, quite a few podcasts. And so I know exactly what you're talking about in terms of the manual. Some of our listeners may not necessarily know about the life coach school, which I'm assuming that's kind of what you're talking about. But um, I, I think the issue that you're talking about um, in terms of, you know, he should do this or they should do that, or, you know, those expectations, I think that's that seems to be, in my opinion, more common for a lot of us high achieving women who are so used to being in control. And so sometimes I feel like for myself, and I'm speaking for myself, that I feel like my issues come from a lack of not being able to control the things that I want to control, name my husband chooses to do or not do. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. So so tell me a little bit, like once you started doing the self-coaching or once you've, you've had coaching yourself and kind of changed your thoughts and feelings about, you know, certain situations, how did your husband respond to this? How did your, how did your relationship change? He loves it. He would listen to podcasts with me. Um, he uh, wanted to learn the concepts. 
he actually is raised jokes about like the new Yara and the old Yara. Like mm-hmm. when he like when he comes home late and I'm totally fine. He's like, oh my god, the old Yara would have been fighting with me right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's true. Um, but he it's also like rubbed off on him. Like he I never asked him to do any of the work. I never asked him to listen to podcasts. I never asked him to change who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was really surprised to see how he started to also you know, take responsibilities of things and not, you know, not, um, not like, you know, play the victim role, which sometimes we both used to do before. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, um, things just change organically, I think, without me trying to um, force him to do anything. He just wanted to learn more and he wanted to kind of copy some of the concepts that I was applying in our relationships. And it's been, it's been great. It's almost like positive reinforcement, right? I mean, the more that you guys kind of work together and the more positive changes you see in the relationship, the more you want to keep on doing those things. Exactly. And it's also like the, the, the vibe you have in the relationship, right? So it's, it's kind of nice when your relationship is, is on like what we call positive sentiment override. Um, and you think about each other in a positive way because then you will just let things go and not make them mean anything. So it's like, what is the case you're making for your spouse, right? Like, are you making the case that they're a good human being and every now and then they might do something that might upset you? Are you, or are you making the case that they're not or that they're, you know, they're not caring or they're not nice or they're mean or all those thoughts that sometimes come up? Um, and it depends on what case you're making for them in your mind. It kind of changes how conversations go how you know arguments start or end and um it just it makes a big difference I think yeah and I I love that um just just working on the relationship where it is now because what I find and you know myself and and other my friends and things like that is that the longer you wait to work on these types of issues the more this type of resentment builds up and the more challenging it is to kind of undo all those negative thoughts that you have for your spouse or your partner. Exactly. Yep. So, um, so how did you decide to become a coach yourself? Um, I saw that now you do a lot of relationship coaching and, uh, do you work primarily with physicians or high achieving professionals or what is your practice like now? Yeah, I work with physicians or um, non-physicians who are married to physicians. Um, And I I really, I chose that because I see a lot of my friends struggling with the same things I struggled with. um, And a lot of physicians struggling with the same, um, you know, letting the the job demand take over and kind of losing sight of who they are and who they are as a couple. Um, And that's really was a passion for me because I, I thought life was amazing before. And now that I know what's possible, I'm like, I think this should be common sense. Like everybody should know this because um, there's no reason for us to create suffering for ourselves, right? Which is sometimes what we do with all the negative thoughts that we choose to have. And suffering uh, is optional. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of feel like they just, just teach us this in like, you know, middle school or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I waited until I was this old to learn that. Um, but you know what? I wish I wish as we went through medical school, we had some sort of electives dealing with, you know, relationship issues in the medical field, because I feel like there are just certain issues that are just very specific to physicians. And I mean, this is just me out of curiosity. Why do you think that physicians have so many of these issues? 
I think a part of what you said is, uh, part of what you said is true is that we're so used to being in control mm -hmm. that we really take everything. We want to control everything. And when people do not follow what we want them to do in our mind, we make that mean way more than it is. I mean, for example, take patients, right? Like physicians talk about difficult patients all the time. Mm -hmm. For the longest time, I really believe that difficult patients exist, but they only exist in our mind, right? Like it's how we choose to think about patients. So like if we tell them to take a blood pressure medication and they come back and they haven't started, we make it mean so much, right? Mm -hmm. um, when in reality, it's just they're adults, they can choose to do whatever they want and it mm -hmm. doesn't mean anything about us. Um, so we, we, I think we do that in all aspects of our relationships, not just our romantic relationships. It's just interesting. I just wondered, you know, it just seems like so many of my physician friends just all have, like you said, similar issues when it comes to relationships. Um, yeah. So tell me, so you said you work primarily with physicians and uh, people who are with physicians. Um, so what has that been like for you in terms of coaching? Um, it's been, it's been nice. And it's been really eye opening to see that, you know, like you said, everybody has common um, grounds when it comes to issues in their relationships. Um, it's also been good to see that the grass is always greener, right? So before I started coaching, I was always jealous of women whose husband's schedule had more flexibility um, because mm -hmm. like a relationship, if, you know, if our Sunday care closes, which it might tomorrow because we're expecting a storm in Chicago, oh. um, it's kind of like given that I'm the one in charge to, you know, find childcare because my schedule is a little more flexible than his. Mm -hmm. um, and I was always jealous of my friends who didn't have this problem and whose spouses like were the ones who were more flexible. And then I realized that now that I'm coaching clients is the other way around, right? So when, when women are the breadwinner and their, their spouses are, have more schedule that's more flexible, sometimes they feel resentful that I wish I was the one was, you know, who was able to spend more time with the kid. Um, so it's just funny how the grass is always greener no matter what. Um, and that's been eye-opening for me. And like, it's kind of nice to help physicians see that as well, that, you know, I'd, like if it was other way around, you'd still find something to not be um, not be satisfied with or not be happy with. Um, but it's been, it's been great because it's, I've had many encounters with the same thing. We're like, well, there's nothing wrong with, you know, with our relationship. It's all these other things in my life. And then you realize that once you apply this concept to any relationship that you have, um, you just, like you said, you know, you kind of stop this optional suffering that you put yourself through. Mm -hmm. And I think with any relationship, whether it's with your a relationship with yourself or with other people, there's always room for improvement. There's always room to evolve. And um, I think that's, that's really important. And um, as you mentioned, you know, the grass is always greener. I think that's, that's an issue so many people have is that they kind of get paralyzed in this whole comparison, like, especially in the this day and age with social media, there's so much out there and you can always look at your friends and, and just imagine what their lives are like and just think, oh, well, their lives are so much better because of X, Y, and Z and not be mindful and know what you already have. Exactly. You're totally right. And especially like relationship with self too. Mm -hmm. uh, I realize that we, I think as humans, but also as physicians are the meanest when it comes to talking to ourselves. Oh yes. Um, we have a lot of self, a negative self-talk. And I always like say that working on your relationship with yourself is probably the most important thing that you do. 
Uh, because sometimes when I hear how we talk about ourselves, like you wouldn't talk to your best friend this way, right? Right, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we choose to talk to ourselves that way. And that also brings a lot of, um, you know, negativity in our lives and a lot of doubt and a lot of um, fears. And um, so, yeah, like, you, you know, it's all about how you choose to think about yourself and your relationships. And like you said, comparing is just um, a recipe for disaster. So, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's hard. It's hard. We're we're human. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's human brain, right? Like, no matter what, it's uh, it's going to go to negativity right away. You just have to be mindful and try to have a little bit of um, deliberate um, choices. Right. And speaking of being mindful, um, I know that you are a practicing neurologist. So, how do you balance doing your relationship coaching with your clinical practice? Yeah, so I am still full time. Um, so I do uh, my coaches usually on nights and weekends, um, which is kind of nice because that's usually the schedule that works for physicians. Um, I really love the work and I'm very passionate about it that I do not feel tired. Like I feel more energized now that I do, the, you know, that I'm doing this than I did before when I only had my job. Um, at some point, I will probably need to not be full time clinically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just now, because of coaching, I really enjoy what I do so much that I don't think I'm ready to um, sit back. Um, you never know what will happen in the future. Well, I can de- definitely understand and relate. Um, like I mentioned offline, I love doing this podcast just because it allows me a little bit more balance between clinical work and doing this. And it, like you said, brings me enjoyment on, in both aspects. Yeah. Well, Yara, we are running out of time. I do appreciate you taking your time out to record with me before we leave for today. I would love for you to be able to share how people can reach out to you if they want to connect with you. Yeah. Um, so anybody can email me. Uh, my email is my first name, last name. So Y-A-R-A-D-E-M-O, Yaradimo, M-D, at gmail.com. Um, or my website is the same, Yaradimo, M-D.com. Um, and you can reach me that way. Awesome. Well, thank you again for sharing your phrase for health and wellness, which is empowered relationship. I really did enjoy chatting with you today. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Take care. You too. If you've been following me for a while, you'll know how much I love Legree Fitness. It is a high intense, low impact workout on a machine called a Megaformer. Did you know that you have the opportunity to purchase a home machine called a Microformer? If you're interested in finding out a little bit more about the Microformer, head on over to LegreeFitness.com or if you're ready to purchase a Microformer, go to shopmaximumfitness.com and you can use my coupon code MICHELLEDANGMD to save on your own home fitness machine. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Wish Well podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please subscribe and follow along every week for new episodes. You can find us on Instagram at wishwell.health and at our website, wishwell.health.blog. Until next time, I wish you health and I wish you wellness. Thank you.